Hello, happy Friday, Holy Family. Today is Friday, February 26th. It's starting to get to spring, man. It's happening. And today is going to be a good day on the podcast. We're going to be joined shortly by one of our four pastors, Father Ken Glazer from St. Ludomilla is going to join me. It's going to be a good time. Let's go. Kane is in the building. Welcome and thanks again for tuning in this week to the Holy Family Happenings Positively Family podcast, where our goal is twofold. It is first and foremost to provide for you the weekly newsletter, the Holy Family Happenings, in the most easy to digest and enjoy way possible. So all you have to do is sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to the song, calming sounds of my voice. Um, so first and foremost, we want you to get the, the weekly newsletter uh, information because that's important stuff that we really want families to have. Second, um, and almost foremost, for second, uh, we want you to feel more and more part of this family. We want this community we have to feel more and more like a family. So we bring on guests each week. So we have yet again another guest. Uh, one of our priests is going to come on. I think this is uh, only the second time we've had one of our pastors. So that's awesome uh, to have another one. Father Ken Glazer from St. Ludamilla. I want to say he's on his fifth year there maybe. Uh, so my third year working with him here at Holy Family. He's going to come on the podcast with us. He's actually coming to school today uh, to hear confessions. Every Friday we have one of our pastors coming to our LaSalle Chapel to hear confessions of our middle schoolers, which is great. I love this sacrament. Um, so he's here to do that today and he's going to jump in with us here in a little bit to have a conversation and have some fun. So that's going to be awesome. We'll do that in a segment that we call uh, We Are Family. We don't get to do that one as often. That's when we bring on families or other people who are part of our community, um, not on staff, uh, but nonetheless part of our community. So really excited to do that. And man, I just got to say for a second, does it feel good outside? It's like the 40s and it feels like it's spring already just because of that cold spell we had. Um, but it's nice to see some of the snow melting. Uh, let's not kid ourselves. I believe uh, March is the snowiest month of the year. Um, so we know more will be coming, but at least it'll be manageable temps, right? Um, so thankful for that. Hopefully it gives all of us a little bit of energy, a little bit of sunshine, a little vitamin D can go a long way for us. And man, do we need it this year more than ever, I think. Um, but anyway, really, really glad you're here. Um, but the first thing, uh, like I said, we want to give you is your newsletter. So here comes what we call the buzz. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. What's the buzz? All right, my friends, let me get you your buzz. Of course, the the buzz now starts with giving you a, a clue as to what's in the electronic backpack. Hopefully that new edition is helpful. And then in principally speaking, I just put the links for uh, registration for conferences. Those, those are coming up, um, not this upcoming week, but the week after. And so we sure want every single family to participate. Um, in order to ensure that all the teachers um, will be here and that we don't have to get subs for COVID related things, we are gonna do all the conferences online. Um, I think at least half of our families did that back in the fall. I, I sure hope that's not a, a significant inconvenience to any families, um, but what we'll do again is ensure that we don't have to try to find subs because they're extremely difficult to secure right now. Um, so all the links are right there. You have uh, individual links for preschool three, four, kindergarten, all the way up through fourth grade. And then we did fifth through eighth grade in one Sign Up Genius. Again, I hope, hope that's convenient for you all. And we do want 100% participation. So please do all you can to sign up for a time. 
In Holy Family News, we are doing a survey, and I'd love to get your feedback on this. So in our strategic planning process, we have discovered that this would be a good time for us to kind of understand the three names that we use for ourselves, Holy Family, St. Jude, and LaSalle, and look at what those names mean to us and to the surrounding community, and just kind of look at some branding, some naming, some identification, and figure out uh, what the best move is to do there, because that can be, I think, sometimes complicated maybe. There's a link right in there for you to take, and hopefully that's a very quick survey for you. So thanks for doing that. Then uh, Parent Association, thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you're going to be providing meals for the teachers on Monday, March 8th in each building. Um, so please take a look at the link that's there for Sign Up Genius. That's the third link you're getting already. This is a full newsletter. Um, so please uh, sign up if you can help because, again, every family at Holy Family is part of the Parent Association. Um, so we want you to help with that if you can. I believe what we're doing is walking tacos on Monday the 8th. So thank you for helping out with that if you can. And then 2122 online enrollment. We've worked out all the bugs. God bless Todd Garrison. He figured everything out. Um, so there's a link uh, to register right in there. It's also on the website. And the enrollment fee of $85 will be waived through March 7th for any who processes their online enrollment by March 7th. So please do that, then you can save yourself 85 bucks. Um, but back on February 10th, you might see that email. That's where we sent the link originally. Um, but the link is also in the newsletter here. And then current families that need to add a new student, we have found that it's easier for you to complete the online enrollment for your current students before you add a new student. So note that when you're adding a student, you do have to go through the application process and then uh, it will seem like you're creating a new account, but it will sync up at the end for all the information. It's a little bit convoluted, but uh, please be patient waiting for that confirmation. It can take up to 10 minutes uh, to send that out. All the issues that we were having with this process have been resolved. Like I said, Todd uh, Garrison has worked out all the, um, the the weird things that were going on, so we're very, very thankful for that. Um, as far as STO, you can complete your STO, that's school tuition organization, that STO application and submit that at any time before April 15th. That is when it's due, and you have to have your taxes done and your return in hand in order to do that. Um, there's also a script update. The next order is March 1st. That's Monday. But you can order most e-cards uh, through the app online when you need to. Uh, if you have any questions, email script at holyfamilycr.org. That's to uh, Emery, too, who does a ton of work with that. Right now is the very final push for the Holy Family Gala. We are just shy of our $25,000 goal, which is awesome because this, again, was not an in-person, you know, wham-bam, super fun gala. This was a mailing we did, and people were so generous. We've raised almost our, our goal of twenty-five grand. So thank you so much to everyone who's uh, given, who's shared information, who's prayed for this effort. We sure appreciate it because need is greater than ever. Um, so if you haven't prayed or shared with somebody or given, please strongly consider doing that. Uh, today is the last day to give to the gala. High V Cash for Students is a program that earns your school a dollar for every $200 collected in receipts from all 13 of the Cedar Rapids and Marion High V food stores and drugstores. So for that current promotion, we are collecting receipts dated from April 1 to March 31st. There is a flyer in the e-backpack for that. And remember to turn in all High V receipts by March 31st. Uh, at LaSalle, here in the middle school, there's some cheerleading information for the 21-22 Xavier Cheerleading. Um, there's a cheer workshop March 23 from 4 to 6. Uh, another one from March 20, on March 25 from 4 to 6. And then tryouts are March 27 starting at 9 a.m. Uh, all those are held in the main gym or the practice gym, and those are adjacent to each other. Easy peasy. Prior to workshops and tryouts, pre-register using the link that is in the newsletter. 
Once your pre-registration is received, there are a bunch of forms and evals that need to be completed prior to the start of tryout week. Then, a scholarship opportunity available, we've mentioned a couple times through Catholic Daughters, so I won't read that one again, but there's $1,000 up for grabs for two students entering a Catholic high school in Iowa this year. Um, as freshmen. And then moving into St. Jude Elementary news, um, Holy Family Child Care Info. Mrs. Lang, the child care director, is requesting that families who are in need of summer child care for two-year-olds, preschoolers, or school-age children, even if they're, um, yeah, school-age children as well, please turn in your summer child care forms. Those are on the website under uh, enrollment. Also on our website, families can find the 21-22 child care forms for all ages. Any questions, shoot those over to Elisa at alang at holyfamilycr.org, or you can call her at 981-9107, or you can call um, the front desk at St. Jude, 396-7818. Dr. Seuss's birthday is coming up, so all parents are invited to record themselves. We've shared this a couple times, so I won't do it again. Also, box tops for education. We're asking uh, you to contribute to that and look at the new way that we're doing that, but again, that one's, I think, a three-peat, so I won't re-re-read that one. Uh, I'm not going to re-re-re-re-re-re-read this one, but missing coats, boots, and snow pants. We've told you that a thousand times, so you know that there's a lost and found at both buildings. Um, you also know that um, you're supposed to send your kid's water bottle full and that you're supposed to return progress report envelopes. So I won't re-re-re-re-re-read that one because I've told you that a thousand times as well, and you don't need to hear it again. Um, there is one correction from Xavier in the uh, XDT, the Xavier Dance Team Newsletter. Um, the info night was moved to March 25 at 7 p.m. at Xavier. Dance is one of those activities that has early uh, auditions and tryouts. So that is a change and an update. Um, so with no further ado, I'm looking forward to introducing you, or uh, you probably already know him, but uh, having a conversation here with Father Ken Glazer from St. Ludamilla. Uh, he was here today doing reconciliation, so glad to have a conversation with him to share with you in just a moment. As promised, I am joined now by uh, one of our four pastors, Father Ken Glacier. Thanks for coming on the podcast. You're welcome. Glad to have you here. Um, physically glad to have you here and glad to have you here on the podcast. So actually, you were here today um, because uh, Ms. Kilberg had the, the great idea to invite our pastors to come and hear confessions on Fridays at LaSalle during Lent. And so um, this is your first go at it in, th in this particular setting setting format right yeah so thanks for doing that. I'm, a, I'm just a big big fan of reconciliation because i'm a big old sinner um so i'm glad to have our kids do it and it always maybe as an administrator or a teacher i like it even more than i used to because watching kids come do it always just like blows my mind right um so that i don't know that's that's really really cool and i feel like it's a sacrament i always learn more about um like i've heard this phrase i thought was cool that priests are given the grace to forgive but also to forget Helps people, true. helps people want to come to confession, right? And I told the kids over the PA, like, if you're not sure if you want to come because it's been a long time or because you've done something that you think is really bad, like, that's that's all the more reason, like, the priest's going to be even more excited to forgive you for that, right? <laughs> um, yeah. And then that was cool, too. You, you, um, would you tell people how you kind of did, like, you didn't have a screen in there, no. but you, you were able to acquiesce the desire to have it not face-to-face? -face. Yeah. yeah. How'd you? So, so the kids that wanted to come face-to-face, -face, they just stood in front of me, and the ones that wanted to go 
anonymously, they stood behind me. So they had to look at my bald head. So it's kind of like looking in the mirror. Well, one of your uh, former what you, uh, brothers or colleagues, I don't know, uh, what would you call, he's now um, a Bishop Zinkula. What do you call a fellow priest? Fellow priest? Yep, fellow uh, priest. So when he was Father Tom, I saw him, I don't know, it was several years ago. And uh, I just made a crack that he and I are going to the same barber now because, like, I knew him back in the day when I had tons of hair, and he was my um, pastor at St. Joseph the Worker in Dubuque. And, uh, and I said, so we're going to the same barber, and he goes, hey, no shame in that. God doesn't put a tablecloth on a marble countertop. That's right. <laughs> God is good. God is fair. To some he gave brains, to others he gave hair. Nice. Actually, you know what? My father-in-law, and you know Mike. I do. Um, he has actually, I don't know if it was tongue-in-cheek or serious, but he's like, you know, every... Uh, evolutionary, whatever you want to call it, like kind of change in people that is seems like a detriment in one way is countered by maybe one, a positive in another way. So if someone has the detriment of not having their head as protected from sunlight, maybe they're just smarter. <laughs> that might actually be a thing. I'm probably oversimplifying or totally screwing up what he said. We could hope hope for that. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is only the second week of Advent, right? Um, so um, First but, full week. Yeah, first full week. It seems like a bunch of kids wanted to come and and chat. I hope that, you know, from your, I, and I haven't even asked you, I should have asked you before putting this on the air. Um, it seems like a real good thing. The kids were really interested in chatting with me for a few minutes before they went in. And, yeah. Yeah, and the neat thing is, these are the kids that want to be there. Yeah. You know, uh, sometimes we do it as an organized thing and they feel obligated to go. Right. Because every, all the priests are there and it's like, okay, everybody's going. We're here, it's totally on their own. Yeah. You know, and it's like, I think today I want to go. You know, yeah. So it's, it's very moving. So let me let me clarify then for the for the listeners. Well, basically for my mom and everybody else who's listening, my mom, um, and whoever's in the room with her, um, the way we you know a few times a year we'll have the four priests come into the church and all the kids are and there's some music and a reflection and that sort of thing and pretty much all the kids go. There's some positive peer pressure, etc. Um, but this was just the kids were in class. They were learning math or religion or PE or whatever. We do a PA and say, hey, for an hour, Father Ken or whichever priest will be here. You can leave for a minute go in, do confession. So yeah, totally optional. Yeah. There's not that positive peer pressure piece, which can be a good thing, but yeah, I bet the conversations are a little different maybe, huh? Yeah, it's very different, you know? And the same thing is true, not only here, but like when you go to Xavier, if it's not a forced thing, you know, it's just, it's more free flowing, so. That's cool. Um, have you, I'm just curious, have you ever done a moving reconciliation? Not like moving your heart, but like physically walking while you're doing it? I have not, <coughs> I've seen it, I've seen it happen. Um, you know, just people that are walking and talking and doing it at the same time. The, for some reason, that so I was, um, gosh, I was a senior in college, and I was uh, living in Rome in a like a very uh, like global house, and there was this uh, Filipino priest. I just really wanted to go to confession, and I was in Rome. I probably could have found one anywhere, but I lived with a bunch of priests. So I asked uh, this guy if he'd hear my confession, and he said, "Sure. Do you want to be static or mobile?" And I was like, I'm sorry, what? Static? He's like, you want to walk around? So we went to like this little courtyard right adjacent to where we were. There's like orange trees and lemon trees. Unbelievable. Sort of outside in this little courtyard open to the sky. And he heard my confession. And then when he stopped uh, to absolve me, he, he was a Filipino priest. And he was a Dominican. So he's got like the whole, you know, Dominican garb with the rosary beads on his hip and stuff. And then he had big old hands. And he put his hands on my head. It was just like the physicality of it somehow was. So I'm curious like, if that's, if many priests do them walking around when it's just different not very often you know sometimes when you're on a retreat experience you know it'll oh. take place outside yeah you know um i've done some around campfires that those be... are very powerful yeah i bet you know something the, with the elements under the night sky and the crackling of the fire and 
Yeah. You, know, you can kind of reflect on Jesus and sitting by the Sea of Galilee, lighting the fire and right. having breakfast with the Peter. And so it's very, very uh, powerful. You're giving me ideas here. Don't let Miss Kilbert here. Like she's going to take off with those ideas. Mm -hmm. well, you got to get priests that are willing to sit outside with the mosquitoes. <laughs> <laughs> you're hardier than most, maybe. I'm Having, hardier than most. I yeah, you spent a lot of time outdoors growing up, huh? Yep. Um, well, we, we do have to be kind of quick because of your schedule and mine, but can we play a quick game before we head off? Sure. Awesome. Why are you smiling like that? I just like to smile. Smiling's my favorite. Make work your favorite. That's your favorite, okay? Okay. Work is your new favorite. Fine. All right, so this game is called Favorites. We always say teachers don't play favorites and priests don't play favorites, but on the podcast, we can play favorites. So I just... Name a thing, and you tell me your favorite. Or maybe you don't have one. We can be organic. It's fine. Um, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Usually, um, I ask people ahead of time, but you and I, you know, you're not on campus all day long, and um, I've been busy, so we haven't really seen each other to prepare in any way for this. People, this is totally off the cuff. Here we go. Favorite movie? Ooh. Shawshank Redemption. Probably. That's so good. Yeah. That's such a good movie. It's all about, all about forgiveness. It's a good movie. Um... I feel like that movie is one that so many different people can like, too. Um, book. Favorite book. I really like that book, Heaven is for Real. Um, oh, yeah. Just, you know, the little very, boy in that girl. It's very innocent, but yet there's so many people that can relate to it. it these are putting you on the spot kind of questions. They're going to get worse. Don't worry. Uh-oh. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh um, I, usually, I usually give mine, too. Favorite movie. Um, my favorite movie is Crash. Um, got the best movie. It was a dark horse, but I got it. Um, favorite book? Um, um, screw tape letters. <laughs> yep, that's a good one. Okay, although I made the mistake of reading it cover to cover. I sat down on a plane, and it says right in the beginning, I think C.S. Lewis said himself, don't read this cover to cover. That's not how it's supposed to be read. Yeah, it kind of messed with my head. Um, favorite just kind of downtime activity? I enjoy walking and biking. You're going to see that because you did that. You put that in the survey we did a while ago. Uh, I don't know what mine is. You know what I've been taking up lately is actually uh, my father-in-law um, had a, a heavy bag in his basement for a long time um, that he, I'm guessing he and the boys used to pound on once in a while for exercise. Um, and they had that and they had gloves. And so I've been exercising with a heavy bag. It's yeah. so great. Yeah. Have you done that? Mm -hmm. Oh, it's so good. I did it as a kid. Really? Years ago. Oh, I love it. That's been a long time ago. Okay, now I'm really putting the priest on the spot. Favorite Bible verse? Ooh. <laughs> no pressure. Um, I really like The Road to Emmaus, that story. Sure. Um, spending 12 years on the college campus, you meet kids oftentimes yeah, at the right. lowest point. And I oftentimes invite them to read that and say, you know, here's the disciples walking, looking downcast, questioning. And I said, isn't that what you're doing today? Hmm. And yet the risen Lord appeared to them, and they discovered him in the breaking of the bread. So awesome. I use that one a lot for ministry. That's good stuff. Uh, favorite food? Pizza. Any particular place or kind or topping? or? There's a couple of pizza joints up in Cedar Falls that I miss. Cedar Valley has good food. I that do. barbecue place, Blue, Blue uh, Roof? It just, it just opened, yeah. So And it's like not expensive. Not expensive at all. There's so much good food in Cedar Valley. Oh, my gosh. Or, or Tony's Pizza or Chad's Pizza. Okay. Here in town, Leonardo's or Needs. Um, I'm going to – I still have to like a big old soft cookie, especially if it's warm. Yeah. Um, a scoop of ice cream. Yes. Yeah. Cold and hot <laughs> together. Uh, do you have a favorite prayer? Do you have to say the mass because you're a priest? <laughs> I don't have to say the mass. But I, I do say the mass. That's your favorite? No. Um, I just like spontaneous prayer. 
Okay. There's not necessarily a rope yeah. prayer that in our family we never grew up with rope prayer. Oh. You know? ah. So, um, you know, it's it's more just having that personal relationship. Yeah. Um, uh, I got a few more. Um, butter us up here. What's your favorite thing about a school setting? You're a teacher. I love students. Um, yeah. It, 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 it's great walking with those students that perhaps are falling through the cracks. Mm. Um, you know, just this past week, one of my students that I taught when I was a public school teacher eons ago, <laughs> you know, to think that we still keep in touch 30 years later. Okay. You know, and um, wow. to celebrate both the joys and the struggles of life, but just having that lifelong relationship. With you must have been some kind of teacher. Yeah, it was good. Uh, okay, so between you and me and my mom and whoever's in the room and listening with her, um, the uh, <laughs> priests do a lot of weddings and you get invited to weddings and sometimes you, you, you even take the time to, to go because I know you do a lot and you can't always go to the reception and stuff. Um, so either between the celebration, like the, the, ma the mass with the matrimony or the reception or something, I know there's some things that priests have to go, oh, <laughs> why are you doing that? Um, or maybe even just say, no, we're not going to do that at a mass here. Um, but between the mass or the reception, is there a favorite wedding tradition you have? Something that you just think is really cool or fun or beautiful or... I require couples to memorize their vows. Oh. And when I first meet with them and say, you know, you know, you now have a year, pray this prayer every night, you know, as you're dating and things of that nature, so on your wedding day it means something. Yeah. And they oftentimes look at you and say, there's no way I can do this. And usually at the because we practice it at the rehearsal, and at the rehearsal it's pretty difficult for them to do, but it is amazing to watch them on their wedding day when they just take the hand of their significant other and without without prompt from the priest, they look at each other and look in each other's eyes and make that commitment. I, you don't say I told you so afterward, do you? I don't, but <laughs> oftentimes they look at me and say, I never thought I could do that, but yeah. they said that was amazing. Yeah. Um, our penultimate favorite, y you know a lot of stuff, and I feel like you know a lot of random things. What's your favorite random piece of trivia? That's a hard one maybe to pull out of your brain, oh. but I just feel like you know a lot of random stuff, too. Like when you preach, you, you'll pull in all these other things you know things. stories and facts geography or history or uh I worked at Mount Rushmore so the heads are 60 feet long <laughs> the noses are 20 feet long the eyes are 15 feet wide <laughs> that's some random stuff that sure is um, last one not random at all what's your favorite part of your vocation favorite part of being a priest I love the one-on-one -on -one conversations awesome um, well, here we are past couple of weeks some of the kids from Kirkwood have started knocking on the door. Oh, good. Um, you know, total strangers and just, here we are, what can we do? So That's good stuff. I, I like that one-on-one -on -one conversations. Awesome. Well, I've enjoyed this one-on-one -on -one conversation. Uh, as quick as it has been, I'm, I'm really appreciative that you... Whoops! That's the sign that i got to go outside and do pickup. Um, thanks for taking some time with us. We sure appreciate it. Anything you want to say to uh, our listeners before we head off? Hope you're having a great Lent and... Hopefully we'll see you around. Have a good day. Thanks, Father Ken. Thanks for listening, everybody. God bless your weekend.